Hello and welcome back. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of All Real Tea with Ari Nicole. This is Ari Nicole, Teacupful of Joy LLC's president and co-founder. Teacupful of Joy is a world-class private label tea company that was established March 4, 2018 and based in Cincinnati, Ohio. In addition to us becoming a first of its kind, we have a unique blend of handcrafted teas that you are sure to enjoy. And we are also committed to reciprocity, which is defined as the art of giving. Our tea also contains flavor noise, which is an antioxidant that helps improve the brain's development and is beneficial to your overall health. Visit teacupfuloofjoy.com and check out our flavors available from our original Joy collection. And keep a lookout for our upcoming collections coming soon. So I am so glad you decided to tune in, and I'm so ready to spill some tea. But I do need some tea spilled myself. So this morning I woke up, and it was so bright outside. There was so much snow on the ground, and it looked like a winter wonderland. I don't know about you, but I don't mind a little snow every now and again on the ground. Now, I promise I did not order the snow, however. When I think of snow, I think of how invigorating it is to me. So when I got up this morning, it made me want some Rejoice, which is my mint green tea with spearmint, wintergreen, and peppermint. Actually, on normal circumstances, I like to drink it with a little chocolate honey. But this morning, I had it with some lemon honey, sat on my couch in front of my big picture window, and I watched the birds fly around. I especially love those little red birds. I don't care what the weather may bring. You can always count on seeing a little red bird somewhere perched on a tree. If you want to experience Rejoice today, visit teacupfuloofjoy.com and purchase a a box from our original Joy collection. I also would like to say that I have some new collections coming soon next month, right in time for Valentine's Day. I might even spill some tea on those flavors in another segment. And I also have coming soon some gift collections and other exciting things for Teacup Full of Joy. So please stay tuned because I promise you will not be disappointed. So I'm just going to do a recap of last week's episode. So last week we talked about self-care. And I challenged you to focus on yourself every day for about a week. So I want to know, how did that make you feel? Did it make you feel good? What did you enjoy the most about the challenge? I also have been receiving great feedback on that last episode. I'm very happy you found some of those tips useful. And please continue to provide me feedback. I'll be sure to read some of the tea you've been spilling to me. And if you would like to spill some tea to me, then you can write me at spilling tea at teacupfuloofjoy.com. Again, that is spilling tea at teacupfuloofjoy.com. You can share challenges, goals, testimonies, and even share little words of encouragement. So in today's episode, we are going to discuss the power of words. Words, believe it or not, are very powerful. They are an expression of our energy. Words can heal or cause harm. Therefore, it's very important to choose our words wisely. As simple or complex as this may seem, being aware of our words or using our words to harm unintentionally or unintentionally, it can go further than what you think. 
And it's a little bit more deeper than they're just words. Think of a time when someone said something really hurtful to you. Think of the emotional pain that it caused. Even when it's negative adjectives about ourselves, it is still harmful. Think about how careless we say, oh, I'm an idiot, or I'm lonely, or I hate dot, dot, dot. Those words reflect on us, especially when we are in an emotional frenzy. Think of it this way. Every spoken word must always be positive, uplifting, and motivating. According to this article that I actually read, and I'm going to reference to in today's episode, uh, it's called The Power of Spoken Words by Dr. Haider Zahid. That's spelled H-Y-D-E-R, Haider Zahid, Z-A-H-E-D. As I was reading in the article, he actually states how mature people choose their words wisely. He states that they are very cautious of what they say and even in their tone and body gestures and facial expressions. Um, They are pretty much defined as the masters of communications and take into consideration their audience. I'm going to actually discuss with you some tips from that article on communication, choosing your words wisely, and understanding ultimately the power of words. And I'm also going to show you how to, you know, get your message across. And get your point across, really, in a different way. Often, during a debate, we get so passionate about the things that we believe or a lot of the things that we believe to be the truth that we just usually disregard what someone else is saying or their thoughts or opinions. And getting your point across, especially with a strong difference in opinion, can definitely be a challenge. Often during the debate, we are passionate about our points, that we miss the entire message, and we just dump a lot of unnecessary content on our listeners. Instead of thinking about what to say, what you will say next, take the time to actually listen to the information, let it process, separate the facts from opinion, and then respond. Use your words to inspire your listener instead of being very combative. Consider every time you open your mouth, you should speak with mindfulness and speak from a place of peace and compassion. When trying to get your point across, you should take these steps. The first tip is avoid over-exaggerating. <laughs> now, we all know someone who will stretch the facts, making them not completely false, But definitely not truth at all. Um, Try to not include people, places, times, or make someone's experience your own just to prove a point. You will actually lose your listeners' um, trust, and you will actually lose some of your credibility when you do that. The second tip is to be truthful. Facts, no matter what the circumstances are, will always work in your favor. A lot of time, people are not upset with you, but they're upset with the facts. And the truth actually sometimes hurts, and it is the reason for the argument. So even when stating facts, always remember to be mindful of your delivery and consider your audience. Even with facts, your listeners may not still receive the information. So if the conversation is going left, agree to disagree. That's just what simple 
resolution for that is. Tip number three is to be consistent. Keep your story and your conversation consistent and not all over the place with your words. Some people jump around subjects confusing their listeners or revert to a past situation to throw the listener off. Keep your content consistent and your subjects in order and it will keep the dialogue going well. Tip number four, avoid belittling others. When angry and upset with others, especially if they have caused you harm or even offended you, we usually take that opportunity to belittle others, especially when dealing with a stranger or someone um, who has a difference in opinion with us. Although some people may think it's funny in entertainment, consider the mental state of that person. People nowadays are actually taking their own lives because of things that a stranger may say to them. And when you harm others in that manner, you are held accountable for that pain that you've caused. So even if someone offends you or upsets you, do the two of you a favor and move them from your presence. Tip number five, avoid double standards. Double standards are viewed as it's good for me, but it's not good for you. It's never okay to use double standards as fuel or content for a disagreement. When you use double standards, you lose your listener's interest and you are viewed as unfair. You want to always have an open mind when dealing with others that are from a different place and put yourself in their shoes. Doing this creates trust and it may lead to your listener even considering some of your thoughts and beliefs. Just try this and see what happens. And the last and final tip is tip number six, avoid manipulation. It is never okay to manipulate someone during a conversation. Manipulation is very deceitful and it's eventually that person will realize that you manipulated them and you can make them feel foolish and it's very hurtful. Always say what you mean and mean what you say. Do not make promises that you cannot keep and always try to have your listener's best interest at heart. During debates, the goal is not always resolution, but understanding and acceptance. If you cannot reach an agreement, you can create understanding, even in your differences. What can you learn or take away from that situation? And having acceptance is simply agreeing to disagree. According to the Arthur um, Gary Chapman's book called Love as a Way of Life, he actually uses words as bullets or seeds in a metaphor. If we use our words as bullets to harm, judge, humiliate, or condemn, we will not be able to restore the relationship to true love. But when you use your words as seeds, displaying supportiveness, genuine goodness, inspirational, motivating, uplifting, and encouraging, you can rebuild a relationship to love in a positive way, even throughout your differences. Try speaking to your children in a manner of love. Tell them every day why you are thankful for them and that they've pretty much made your life a better person or made you a better person and your life better. Try not to make your children feel like they're a failure, a mistake, a problem, a burden, unwanted. Avoid using words such as bad or spoiled 
are wild. And this is just a little side note, but black men, please do not call your little boys the N-word. That is never okay. Instead, call them what they are, which is greatness and kings and excellence. Words are so powerful that they will literally shape and mold your child's existence, their being, their character, and determine the type of adult that they will be in the future. So you owe it to your children to speak life into them and use your words as seeds and not destroying your child and using your words as bullets towards them. Even with our spouses or better halves, we must always treat them and speak to them with dignity and respect. Now, keep in mind, your spouse is a reflection of you. So it is never okay for you to speak to your spouse in a disrespectful manner because you only disrespect yourself. Love does not mistreat you. And being in a relationship where the two of you speak to each other disrespectfully is extremely toxic. So no matter if it's a stranger, your wife, husband, children, friends, even yourself, always be mindful of your words. It can certainly change your life. I hope you enjoyed today's segment of All Real Tea. This is Ari Nicole, president and co-founder of Tea Couple of Joy LLC. And like always, I look forward to spilling tea with you next Sunday afternoon. Remember, choose joy, create joy by giving joy. Thank you.